You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. The Thaw by Kaluna Rose on AO3. Rating Explicit. It starts in a stuffy basement office on a misty fall day, and you wonder then if you have slipped into an alternative world. One where you can run into the darkness and feel only the thrill of the chase, without fear. You know immediately that he would follow, dogged and determined, right behind you if you ran forward. The touch of your hands meeting palm to palm is a shock, and it jolts you just as your eyes connect for the first time. You feel it then, adrenaline pumping with the possibility that you've finally found something all your own to chase down and capture. In the pouring rain, you argue back and forth like lovers, and you have to remind yourself that you don't know this man. Not really. He's charmed the piece of you that slips into wild imagination, the dreaming part of you, and as you let the dream unfold, you find your physical self wrapped in his arms in candlelight. The beat of his heart hums against your cheek, and while he speaks in calm and measured tones, you can feel the ragged pace of his breathing and the solid heat in his crotch as it presses against you. Pushing you away from his body, he holds you at arm's length, just as he had done in that soaking graveyard. With a safe distance between you both, he offers his open heart, raw honesty spilling from him like an eager boy. You'd expected more, to be honest. He's lucky you're not convinced about the spying aspect of this assignment, because if you were, he'd be gift-wrapping the rope you would use to hang him. He speaks rapidly the candlelight shining on his mouth as he wets his lips nervously with a flick of his tongue. You want to bite the plump flesh of his bottom lip with your sharp white teeth and see if he shudders beneath you. Instead, you let him tell you everything, and you see the start of an alliance being forged, a partnership, two lost and lonely sailors starting a journey together. It's a little later that you get to test the theory about his mouth beneath yours. In the freezing wasteland, with true terror flooding your veins, you decide it's better to die in the arms of a lover than alone. It's hasty work, fumbled in the darkness of a dead stranger's room, and he's nervous and vulnerable. When you stretch up on your tiptoes to kiss him, he freezes. You can see he's beginning to start a speech about whether this is a good idea, and so you smile, sweetly, dangerously up at him, and untuck his shirt from his trousers. He gets the idea, lifting you so you can wrap your legs around his hips, and he licks down your sweat-soaked neck. There are pauses as you remove layers, and he mumbles something about not having protection as he kneels beside the bunk and works at removing your bra. You dismiss him. You'll both be dead in a few hours anyway, probably, and you're on birth control. It's strange that he's the cautious one now, and you're pulling the both of you into the unknown. Naked, finally, He starts kissing down your body, nipping at your thighs. You let your head fall back and allow him a few moments of pleasure there, but it's not what you're in the mood for. Dragging him up by the hair until he leans over your naked frame, large hands planted either side of your shoulders. Glancing down, you see his erection, bobbing slightly. He's so hard, you can see the dark, engorged blood even in the dim light, and the dimensions of what's on offer are not at all disappointing. He ducks his head bashfully as you stare, his dark hair downy. You can smell his shampoo, 
his aftershave, his sweat. You want him so badly. There's a throbbing in your vulva, and you long desperately to lose yourself in pleasure. But first, you cup your hand to his cheek, lifting his gaze to meet yours. Mulder, you say softly, and his eyes widen slightly. His pupils are blown, like inky wells, and you can see that he wants this just as much as you do, maybe even more. Mulder, you say again, gently but with a slight question to it. It's an experiment of sorts, and you can feel him thrust forward involuntarily as you speak. He likes it. You bite your lip, feeling a thrill run through your body. You think your cheeks are probably flushed, even though the exertion hasn't yet begun. Are you sure this is what you want, Scully? he asks. He's practically panting with desire, and his eyes keep flickering all over your body, as if he can't believe he's finally seeing it. You nod, wrapping your legs around him and feeling the delicious stretch as he enters you. It's a little quicker than you might have liked, but you come just before Mulder does, which seems to be a relief for him as he finishes with a long moan, his hips pumping slowly. You feel the length of him move in and out as he finishes. He stays, which you didn't expect, flops down beside you, pulling you into his arms and slipping into sleep. He seems more at ease with this part, which is fitting, because it's the part you do worst. The sex is easy. You know how to get what you want and how to make him moan. But the quiet intimacy of being held frightens you. You allow it, though, given the circumstances, and despite the coiled knot of fear in your chest, you fall into sleep, too. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.